Welcome to the RMM TV podcast. I'm Rennie McLean. We speak and we teach on the supernatural, how you, as an ordinary person, can do extraordinary things. Hi, I'm Dr. Marina McLean. The supernatural is meant to be lived naturally, and we do that through the teachings and instructions that you find right here on the RMM TV podcast. So, sign up today on the RMM TV podcast. Dr. Rennie McLean and Dr. Marina McLean have had such a big impact on my life with not only what they share but how they've imparted things into my life. They've been people who have shared the revelation of the mega, shared the revelation of infinity, which has not only taken my mindset to a new level but has taken me as I grow in ministry, as I lead other people to new heights and two new levels. I'll never forget the moment where I was met so profoundly with the Holy Spirit at one of their conferences while in the middle of serving that it brought so many tears to my eyes that it literally had me go back home and completely shift the trajectory of where I was going. It completely caused me to live a life for Jesus. And I'm telling you, if you come to one of these conferences, if you come to one of these events, if you even listen to a message, your life will be changed. Father, we just thank you for this time as we welcome everyone watching to the Infinity Center. We welcome you in this atmosphere. Oh, we love creating an atmosphere for the presence of the Lord. So that right where you're sitting, standing, receiving, you can be part of this live environment, bringing and talking to you again about encounters. Oh, through the Holy Spirit. We're continuing this revelation. We're continuing this momentum because we know that we're in the season where God is speaking and our ears are being fine-tuned to hear Him in every situation, in every circumstance, in any environment. I love what I said last week. When the wind blows here in Texas, it is letting us know there is an atmospheric shift. It could be hot, 104 degrees, and that wind comes through and has a nice breeze. It has a nice softness to it. It still has heat in it, but it's bringing in a storm. And we realize we can smell rain is coming. As I said to you, I've got to love the atmosphere here in Texas. You can smell rain. I was a little girl in London when the people, old people say, I feel rain coming. I feel it in my bones. Here in Texas, they say, I smell rain. I smell the shift. Come on. And that's what God is doing. He's fine-tuning our senses that we could hear the sound within a sound. He's changing our smell that we can smell the shift of His presence. He's making us aware that we can touch, physically and spiritually touch the atmosphere as it shifts and know to move with it. He's challenging our feet that we will move in step. We will move in rhythm to what the Spirit of the living God wants to do. He's changing our eyes that we see into the realms of realms. Oh, hallelujah. 
and he's changing our hearing, fine-tuning our hearing that we hear the word within the word and then our lips, our taste buds, our tongue to taste and see, oh, hallelujah, that the Lord, our God, the eternal one, the sovereign of sovereign, the King of kings and the Lord of lords, the Elion, the Lord most high, we will give him an expression from our own lips, from our own tongues. What we taste, we'll be able to express the realms of the living God. Thank you again for joining us right here, for joining me right here at the Infinity Center, where I'm continuing the teaching on encounters through the Holy Spirit. As I walked away last week and, and just meditated, this thought rose up within me, this rainbow rose up within me, encounters produce revelation. I want to ask you, what is the purpose of revelation? We know revelation comes because God unveils things. He brings you into him and he unveils things. He's, he reveals the hidden things. He reveals the mysteries. There are secrets that God has. You know, as a child and even as a woman, uh, I'm a confidant to so many. They tell me their secrets and the things that they tell me that it's a mystery. It takes another layer of uncovering. It takes another layer of trust and confidence to reveal the mystery, the things that they have hidden within them. And I equate that to God. He, he can reveal his secrets to many, but he brings you into a closer intimacy to reveal mysteries. And what do we understand about mysteries? It has to be one-on-one. -on -one. Secrets can be decoded, but mysteries takes relationship, takes the building of intimacy, takes the building of time and trust. And when you reveal a mystery, you know that it's going to be contained in a person. It's going to be solemn to them. It's not something that they commonly uh, give out, they commonly share. The people that have received revelation, those of you that have been in our ministry for a long time, you know that there are heavenly experiences that both Rennie and I have experienced that we've never shared. It's a mystery. And God has said it's between you and me. And the time is not right. The time is not here for those encounters, for those mysteries, for those hidden revelations to be made known. As I was meditating on this, I kept thinking about when we started the teaching on the mega. It was a, a law that God was saying that I'm putting in the land. When we started the teaching on momentum and before momentum infinity, there are, there are levels to it uh, that is still being revealed because it is a mystery that is constantly unfolding. And it's not unfolding so that it's quick and can become common, but it's unfolding that we can be established. The rhythm of it, the lifestyle of it, the momentum to be fully immersed in it is evolving. So to understand mysteries, you have to have that encounter with God and the Holy Spirit to teach you through revelation, the understanding of revelation. I want to read you Ephesians 3, verse 3 to 4. How 
that by revelation was made known unto me, Paul, the mystery, as I wrote before in few words, whereby when you read, you can perceive my understanding in the mystery of Christ, which in other generations was not made known unto the sons of men, as it hath now been revealed unto his holy apostles and prophets in the spirit. This is the age, this is the time frame, this is the end times where the mysteries of God is in the custodians of the apostles and the prophets. They are walking in revelation to, uh, how can I express this uh, only through the Holy Spirit, to impart an appetite is the best way to say this, to impart an appetite, the tasting of the hidden things, the tasting of mysteries, build up an appetite in you that you want the things that cannot be understood by the natural senses, but has to be downloaded from the realm that it's been created and is being held in. I'm going to go into that in a little bit more. But it's revealed through the holy apostles and prophets in the spirit. And I love how Paul makes a definition, holy apostles and prophets. Because as we've been teaching you, holy means cut and separated. And uh, uh, my phrase right now, the rhema that God's given me in this season, these apostles and prophets are called to stand out. The revelation that God has put within them, they are called to stand out. They are buffeted. They are persecuted because they're speaking a truth on a level that has never been heard before. They're speaking truth that brings people into the new ways and new orders of God. God is speaking publicly, but he's speaking through mysteries. He's speaking through revelation. The Holy Spirit is downloading the things that cannot be expressed by just the written word. The written word has to have the raiment in it to make it come alive, to read within the words, to see within the seeing, to hear within the hearing, hearing what cannot be heard by normal words, by normal sight, but it has to be revealed, added to it. What are the generations? What is the season of generations? What generations are we talking about? The mystery, the understanding of the fullness. Again, I want to emphasize, because we're talking about encounters, Ephesians 4, verse 30, and grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, in whom you were sealed unto the day of redemption. Do not grieve the Holy Spirit in this particular season of movement with God, not just in church, but in your everyday walk. We are being challenged. We, the body, the bride, uh, the remnant. Can I talk to whichever degree you are in? We are being challenged to know the voice of God. We are being challenged to hear the voice of God. We're being challenged to move with the voice of God. We're being challenged to understand the movement of his spirit and responding to it the first time we hear it. Do not grieve the Holy Spirit. 
as we talk about the generations of the sons of men, you have to understand there are things that are the Apostle Paul, because he wrote Ephesians, the Apostle Paul understood that there are things that he knew by law. There are things that he knew by tradition of men. There are things that he knew by the order of that day. He was well-educated, well-versed in the knowledge as a, as a noble man, a, come on, a, a, a man disciplined in the law, or in the Hebrew law, in the Torah, in the Hebrew tradition, in the Judaic tradition. He understood that so much so that when Jesus came, he, he rebelled against uh, Jesus and his teaching because it was not law. But when he got the revelation, he could decipher the mystery. Oh, is there somebody here that he could decipher the mystery? He understand the law and he understand the fulfillment of the law in Jesus. He understood the law and he understood the revelation that Jesus brought because of the law, the foundation of the law. Oh, hallelujah. And when you understand that when God gives you the word and then he gives you the rhema on top of it, the, the word was your reference point, but the rhema solidifies the word in you. Oh, that's so good. The revelation solidifies because it lets you know the foundation is the word of God, but the expression, the, come on, the, the thing that can bring it to life and bring it to the generations that we are among is the revelation of this present word is alive and functioning. What does it mean when it says the understanding of the mystery? <sighs> I grew up in church, so I grew up knowing um, the prophetic times and the end times, the signs of the end times. And I could be like so many um, with a religious mindset. I could have a religious mindset and just say that uh, the things that I'm seeing uh, represents the end times and just sit saying that these are the end times and have no hope because this is what God said it would be and there's just no hope. But revelation, one more time, but revelation lets me understand that these are the end times, but I have a part to play as the source, as the hope, as the life that gives life, the joy that brings joy, the fullness that brings the fullness of God in the now. Oh, hallelujah. And so as we're being challenged to walk in the known mystery of God, it comes only by revelation. People have prognosis. People have uh, deciphered and can give you accurate accounts of what's going to happen in the market, what's going to happen politically, what's going to be the movement in the waters and the movement in, in the science of, of the things that are here and now. But revelation gives you the accurate administration of how to move and keep everyone in great uh, expectation of the moving of the spirit of the living God. The law killeth, but 
the word with revelation brings life. It brings understanding. Grieve not the Holy Spirit. I want to, so much is going on within me, but let me just remind you, what is the purpose of revelation? It is to produce knowledge that is beyond your here and now. It is to produce knowledge and understanding of the things that are to come. When you get a revelation, sometimes it is to give you the access to, to know how to administrate. It gives you the access to have the wisdom in the new that is coming forth. Revelation gives you the ability to uh, give clear instructions of how to maneuver, of how to progressively move forward. When others are stuck, I don't know what to do. You have a download, the revelation of the Holy Spirit teaching you and advancing you. I like that. Advancing you into the things of the new. Revelation, I'm going to highlight it again, is for you to understand the mysteries of this age and the age to come. Not the past. The past um, we can diagnose because it has happened. We can have the ability to set things or principles in, in order so that we don't make the same mistake again. But the mystery is the advancement to do and to move forward. Hebrews 11, you know we're going to go to Hebrews. You can't talk about revelation without talking about faith. You can't talk about faith without talking about Hebrews 11. But I want to read Hebrews 11, 1 to 3. Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, a conviction of things not seen. For therein the elders had borne to them. By faith we understand that the worlds have been framed by the word of God, so that what is seen hath not been made out of things which appear. Oh, I do like that. I'm going to have to read that from, from the Amplified Version. I didn't have the Amplified Version, but I'm going to have to read that from the Amplified. Give me a minute. Oh, my gosh. This is good. This is so good. Let's go to the Amplified. You know we love the Amplified. Where are you? There you are. Amplified. Now, faith is the assurance, the confirmation, the title deed of the things we hope for, being the proof of things we do not see, and the conviction of their reality, faith perceiving as real fact what is not revealed to the senses. For by faith, trust and holy favor born of faith. The men of old had divine testimony born to them and obtained a good report by faith. This is, the, this is the verse I want to hold on to. By faith, we understand that the worlds during the successive ages, ages past, were framed, fashioned, put in order, and equipped for their intended purpose. I'm going to say it to you again. Were framed, fashioned, put in order for and equipped for their intended purpose by the word of God, so that what we see was not made out of things which are visible. Can I, can I get an amen from somebody? That, I had to read it from the Amplified. It wasn't in my notes, but ah, oh, so good, so good. 
What is seen has not been made. For more breakthrough encounters, visit us on rmm.live.